Hello, hello. Yeah, what's happening? How's it going? Yeah, I'm good, bro. You? Yeah, man. Kicking off. All right, man. Let me just do the intro quick, and I'll try yeah. to. Make it. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Hi everybody and welcome to another Teddy Hoggle podcast. These are coming thick and fast. I think I have done seven nearly in one week, but this is going really good. Especially trying to get people to do these anime lists and a lot of people have come forward. So I have already done another one, but this today I'm joined by another friend of mine, Unlucky Retro. How you doing, brother? What's happening, bro? Man, I'm good, man. Yeah. See you chilling. Just uh, enjoying the peace and quiet at the moment. It got hot, right? It got hot, right? Yeah. It just got hot all of a sudden. Like, it got nine o'clock and that was it. Like, the, the no, no. I'm, going away, I'm going away, but I'm going to stick at 24. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here, bro. Yeah, so you can hear me, yeah? So, today, um, we are going to be running down Unlucky Retro's top weapon you have. Jumbo had Jumbo had six. He said he couldn't narrow it down to five because he said he, he said he had six choice. And for you, I don't know how you're gonna have six as well. There's bro. no way. There's no way you can have six. It's difficult, bro. It's difficult because to be honest, when I was thinking about the list, I was thinking about um, do I do like more modern ones or do I do my old school ones? Like people don't like know of as much anymore or, you know, so I, I what I done was, it's, the list is not in any order. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I wanted. Yeah, not in any yeah. order, yeah. Yeah, one of them is obviously because it is my one time, my, my one and only, but yeah, the others are just, you know, ones that I really enjoy and I go back to watching and um, I try to mix it up. I had a, I have a few old ones and yeah, some more recent uh, affairs when it comes to anime. That's so. good, that's good. So let's start off with the first one. So what's the first anime? Let's see. Uh, let, let me see. Let me see. If I, let me see if I've even heard of it. <laughs> go on. Yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. First one is, is like I said, it, it is my number one. It is Ghost in the Shell. Um, everything that kind of comes with it. Ghost in the Shell, you know, I loved the movie. was kind of like one of my first um, cinema viewings. I saw it in Prince's Trust when I was about, what, uh, 10, 11? I snuck in. And, um, yeah, it was a, it was a rather entertaining film. Um, well, I would say rather it kind of put me on the uh, road to trying to find out what anime is and everything in general. Um, and yeah, it's just the reasons why I love it so much is because of the um, the questions it asks about, you know, you hear it quite a lot now, obviously, about machinery and, you know, androids and all that kind of stuff. But it was one of the first kind of films that I saw that kind of challenged are we much different to them when a when a machine becomes like us human what makes us different and there's obviously a lot of questions unanswered in it and i like the way they've done it and there's a lot of like metaphors as well um and it kind of makes you kind of look back and think on it you have to watch it a few times to kind of understand the small little details with like certain scenes and camera angles and you know the questions they ask about um i'll use one example where matoko kuzanagi is floating in the in the kind of river of the city and she kind of questions she's an android but why does she fear drowning and she knows that she won't die but she still has that feeling of dread that she will lose human error right that's that's human error in our programming, right? Exactly. And that's what questions it. It's like, 
it it makes you think is it possible for you know things to actually be like that and to kind of question yourself as a human if an android did feel like that what does make them different if they have emotions if they are you know are challenged by the questions that we have what makes them that much different and like i said that was kind of the kind of gateway drug for me when it came to anime and just manga in general um obviously it was it was more manga obviously when i was younger the company they're still around now but they're not as prominent as they were obviously back in the 90s they were kind of like I the front they, i think they're distributors now i think they're just yeah. distributors i think they they i think they're the legal stamp when it comes to uk distributing like lt because they because they've got an ltd on them so i think they're a a smaller company's taken over by somebody else. So I think that's mm. just the, the franchise now, I believe. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it, and and obviously the series that came on after, like Standalone Complex, um, Rise, and obviously the second movie, there was always questions being asked. Um, the series was always kind of thought provoking. And I kind of, that's what kind of drived me to keep watching them. And I love Matoko Kuzanagi as a character. She, knows her capabilities but yet she always tries to um try and outdo herself and try to you know think outside of the box which is obviously not something an android usually does and she's always been kind of like my go-to kind of character when i you know sometimes when i sit down and i write things and stuff she's kind of like my go-to to how i would want a female character to be i feel as if she's uh, quite a role model when it comes to um kind of anime females in general she kind of has high respect oh, she's okay so you you, yeah. you basically kind of lead her as the top tier kind of okay, easy i mean obviously every character has their flaws uh, sometimes i think she's a bit kind of gung-ho and um a bit self-centered but at the same time it shows that she's determined and she has ideas and goals and like i said a lot now a lot especially in a lot more recent kind of animes they're kind of hard to come by and it's not well, necessarily she does have a new one out. i think they do have a new one out, don't they on yeah. on, on netflix yeah i watched that and like i said obviously the the animation is a complete change from obviously previous works it's uh cgi and uh, a lot more 3d animation uh, i think with um motion capture i'm not 100% sure but i think it is but yeah it, it's an interesting series it's it's kind of in between the times where she's kind of starting out in section 5 and you know um you know she's just kind of getting her wings because obviously the film the original film is kind of like not the end of her career but it's at the point where you know she's been this person for quite a while now and you know it, it's kind of nice to see um her story from all different aspects obviously standalone complex is kind of like in the heart of when she's an actual agent and obviously she's doing her job arises when obviously she forms the team that obviously becomes section 5 and all that kind of stuff and um then obviously you've got the movies which are kind of at the end of her career and it's kind of coming towards the you know realization of what she really is and you know what she's kind of become and kind of pushing forward to see what lies ahead and yeah and i think that's probably one of my reasons why i find ghost in the shell you know my utmost favorite like i said when it comes to characters 
Mutoku Kusanagi are kind of hold high in in respect for kind of pushing the boundaries on um, questioning our existence and kind of things like that. Kind of getting a bit uh, philosophical, but yeah, it's uh, something that I enjoy. It's always <laughs> something that like, I go back yeah. to and I watch at least once or twice a year. I love Ghost Michelle. So. No, but that that's good though because um, I can admit um, when I had a PSP. I had there was like a bundle, you know, you like you buy like a bundle and you buy, you buy like it came with Monster Hunter and Ghost in the Shell, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And I put it in, and from the minute I heard that song with those ladies, and I was just like, what is this? Like, what is this? And then I watched, and I was like, this is a f- great fucking film. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it was an anime, it just took you straight out of the box. And by then, I hadn't seen Blade Runner, or I didn't even know about Blade Runner. Oh, okay, Ghost in the yeah. Shell. Was up there, not one of my favorites, but it was up there for what it represented. Um, mm. I haven't seen any of the other, um, any of the other movies or Arise or something like that because it's not really mm-hmm. my forte. Mm-hmm. From what you are saying, she is the gold standard for females in anime, and I can admit that when you do see other female characters, you do most of them do kind of look like her. Do you know what mm. I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah you are right on all aspects of the character. So, what's mm. your next? Um, my um, next one, my next one is and um, rest his soul, uh, Berserk. Uh, <laughs> I've always uh, Berserk is kind of the opposite uh, kind of spectrum of uh, Ghost in the Shell. It's it's just all out, just an enjoyable show to watch. It's it's quite a gory and. Um, quite a in your face when it comes to its kind of action and its story it doesn't kind of hide um you know the the kind of content that it kind of shows when it comes to you know unfortunately audience you know when it comes to rape and violence and stuff like that it's uh it's kind of in your face and it's it kind hide of your re- kids basically hide your kids pretty much but the thing is it represents war and um the character guts as well and his kind of trials and tribulations through the series of him becoming this kind of heartless person and then beginning to learn that there are other people around you and that you know they care for you just as much as you care for them and obviously the twist at the end um, between him and uh, griffiths the other character um, is a great story told um, unfortunately like i said before I, I, the uh, gentleman who wrote it died and kind of didn't end his series the, the actual manga the in reading form is a lot more darker it's um there's a lot more that i kind of wish that they'd done with the story um including like lost children and um obviously uh, a lot of just like enemies and characters that they didn't use in obviously media form that they had when it comes to animations um i kind of wish that they were represented in animated form. Unfortunately, the modern series, uh, which I wouldn't recommend watching, I would definitely try and hunt out the original series. Um, and if you can't, I would definitely get the uh, the three movie, the three part movie, which is the Golden Age, um, yeah. the Golden Egg, sorry, saga. Um, that's a great representation of the actual old series modernized into new animation. Um, there is a bit of CGI there, but most of it is still done in hand-drawn animation. And it's obviously on Blu-ray, it's really clean and um, just really nice to look at. And it does represent the story very well. Obviously, it doesn't 
give out all the details that obviously a 24 episode series does but it's definitely an anime that I recommend to anyone who's kind of into the um, a, a medieval kind of who's looking for a dark story that kind of doesn't hide its its dark intentions and its violence. And I did say to you recently that there was uh, a scene in Castlevania that um, gave me that berserk feel that I think Castlevania does very well. It has a lot of um, kind of berserk elements. Uh, like I said, if you're a fan of Castlevania, um, I would definitely, I, I would definitely watch what I feel is if it's kind of a, not a homage, but more of a kind of reference and something that they kind of look towards to, yeah. um, you know, make its kind of imagery and illustrations that they use in Castlevania. And if you're a Dark Souls fan as well, it's it's. Like I said, the actual director of Dark Souls said that he took inspiration from Berserk because of its art style and its design. So a lot of monsters and creatures in Dark Souls have that that Berserk feeling. So you could imagine those kind of enemies and creatures, but having that really kind of dark and gory and over-the-top action of a kind of man on the edge who's kind of gone through everything and kind of wants revenge and yeah, yeah it's uh, berserk is uh, definitely up there for me it's something well, you, I, did, you did yeah you did recommend berserk to me um, mm-hmm. and then i realized you told me that i was watching the wrong one do you remember yeah <laughs> I was you were watching the 3d the, one yeah. oh that's, the that's new one. unfortunately yeah that's yeah and i can't that... yeah the old one is so hard to find and I remember that came to you when I was working, when I was still working with you. And I remember, mm-hmm. um, do you remember I said to you that there was a girl that went into a shop and she saw Berserk mm-hmm. and she went absolutely crazy. She bought it, it was like 50 quid. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, 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 I have to buy this. And then even the other day I was watching UFC mm-hmm. and Israel Adesanya, the middleweight mm-hmm. champion, he went into a shop as well and he saw Berserk and he went, what? And he picked it up and he bought it straight away. And he's like, no, 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 I have to buy this. And I thought, what? Like, is Berserk, like, when you see Berserk, you buy Berserk? Yeah. It, it, like I said, in my opinion, it's a, it's a definite. It, it's got that, it's it's between that era when kind of anime was developing into something more than just a kind of niche audience. And um, obviously in that time, you know, anime was this this kind of, uh, get away from the normal standard cartoons that we were used to like you know Thundercats and Transformers and you know that kind of Japanese animation that was made for kids as where this stuff like manga was the actual kind of breakthrough that you know evolved us I wouldn't say into men but it made us see another side to animation and that's yeah. why I hold animation credit for when it comes to anime and stuff it was the kind of the 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 grow of me moving from childlike animation to you know grown up animation and knowing that there is there's things something out there. beyond there's something yeah. beyond Tom, Tom there was something beyond Tom and Jerry's violence that made that that in an anime made more sense for them to have the violence done you know what I mean that's I know what you mean yeah hmm. I know what you mean completely so, completely but Berserk I I do want to say to you Berserk is an anime that 
I do feel that people do need to see. And if you see the manga out there or you see the um, the animation movies or anything, mm-hmm. I would say to buy it because it is hard to come by because that is collecting dust on people's bookshelves and they're mm-hmm. not selling them. They're not selling them. So no. people go out and buy Berserk when you see it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what's the... Before I say, I have to make clear the original Berserk series. And if you can't get the Blu-ray Golden Egg series, because... Okay they're the best ones to get do not watch the newer animated series because <laughs> will change your opinion and everything that i said was meaningless it does tell the story of beyond berserk which i like but it's just not done in a way that's entertaining the the watching it is more difficult than actually enjoying it and that's something that i'd never recommend to anyone just okay. look at it that's good see people you get an advice mate you get an advice what's the third one mate third one see now this is where it got a bit difficult because uh, like Jambos has said you know it's hard to narrow down so what I decided to call it was the uh, cyberpunk quadrilogy if mm-hmm. I said that right and mm-hmm. that consists of AD Police Genocyber Cyber City Oueda and Angel Cop that's all yeah. that's all literally cyberpunk themed Blade Runner yeah all type of same genre yeah so like i said but it was difficult because they all kind of came out at the same time and had the same animator i forgot who it was i can't remember off the top of my head i'm not very good with names but those four animes are kind of like a quadrilogy they're kind of something that you watch together and it kind of fits in the same world Um, obviously i would watch them in certain orders and if you don't want to use genocyber because I must admit, Genocide is another series that's quite hard to stomach if you're not used to animated violence. It's um, when I show people certain scenes in it, people are shocked at how detailed the violence is um, and how, you know, they, they represent war and stuff like that in the series. Um, it's very hard to come by. But if you want to take Genocide out, I would say Bubblegum Crisis. That's another one because kind of it has that feeling where well, AD Police and Bumcom Crisis are uh, are joined as one story anyway. AD Police mm-hmm. kind of like the darker side to the world of Bubblegum Crisis, as where Bubblegum Crisis is kind of the superhero side. I wouldn't say superhero, but it's it's like imagine four ladies that are dressed up like Iron Man going around, you know you know saving people and stuff like that and it's kind of like a lighter tone as where any police is kind of like the dark side of of police you know working Do you know how good bubble Come crisis was when i was young oh yeah yeah, yeah it, it didn't even you wouldn't even imagine that because i used to think i was so out of touch what i used to say to people like bubble gum crisis people like you see bubble gum crisis i'm like you're like wow I didn't think you had seen that before. And I'm like, what do you think I am? I'm only watching Akira or something. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, that's, the, like I said, the whole four, like, like series, they're called mini series, but they are, like I said, I'm a huge Blade Runner fan. If you wouldn't been able to tell by Ghost in the Shell and obviously this quadrilogy that I'm speaking about, but they are that you know cyberpunk you know what it's like to be on the the wrong side of the city and well, you do know they have a um 
a Blade Runner game that just come out, all right? Yeah, I noticed it. Yeah, it was on mobile, isn't it? On a mobile phone, yeah. <laughs> coming up on my uh, feed straight away because obviously I'm a huge Blade Runner fan, and anything that comes up, yeah. So I was gonna have a look at it. To be honest, I was. And yeah, good, you know, good, I'll man. try it out. Yeah, I'll let you know how it is. But um, yeah, good, yeah good. it's it's definitely um, if you've got the time and obviously you got the stomach, it's. It's another series that I say, yeah, you need to have a stomach for, especially like Angel Cop and um, AD Police to a certain extent. There's some kind of matters that it deals with that can be quite touchy for some people. Uh, you know, there's, for example, in the second episode, it's about a woman who um, keeps having like surgery to improve herself, to make herself better in in men's eyes to get her what she wants promotions and positions and stuff but it's actually not working in her favor and it begins to anger her so she goes around and starts gutting prostitutes in at night and stuff like that and obviously it's a whole kind of investigation thing with the police but um yeah it's like i said if you can't kind of stomach those kind of touchy subjects about you know you know females empowerment not working in their favor and obviously when it comes to certain things you know you're a feminist mate don't watch it that's all it is i'm not trying to make out as if it kind of picks holes in certain things um, but yeah like i said the anime of then in the 90s is kind of like a whole different kettle of fish compared to what it is now you kind of have to understand that obviously in the 90s things were a lot different uh, a lot of things obviously that were I'm a band who grew up in the 90s and obviously I'm a respectable person please don't think that you know um, I have any issues when it no becomes, respect for women <laughs> you know what I mean I love women and you know they're the most you know wonderful thing in the world but I don't you know I love the stories that they tell um, Angel Cop is another one it, you know it's about obviously you know genetics and uh, modification and obviously then it starts dealing with kind of like you know darker spirits and stuff like that like devil worshipping and you know like I said once again touchy subjects for you know something of nowadays but um, yeah that's like I said I couldn't kind of narrow it down to one in that particular kind of cyberpunk series so any of those ones which I said was Cyber City Awada AD Police um, Genocyber and Bubblegum Crisis and finally Angel Cop they're kind of all bundled into one because they kind of fit the same kind of category and you know have that same kind of enjoyance there. no i understand i've watched um ad police i've watched mm. bubblegum crisis i haven't seen mm-hmm. it, i can admit that but i mm. can i can honestly say to you for younger kids trying to get into anime mm. bubblegum crisis is definitely like i would say a place to start i could probably even let my daughter watch that because she would just think it's like some power injury marvel type of yeah. thing where she think that oh, was four girls and mm-hmm. she my daughter would like that but bum and crisis is i can say was one of my favorites growing up when i when i come to think about it now mm. it was one of the first ones i started with so that's good though that's i'm glad you put four in a four in one category so yeah. what's the next one then uh next one would be uh claymore oh, uh, claymore is, yeah i um i didn't review claymore on purpose Oh, fair because enough. I didn't want to ruin it for <laughs> anybody else that hadn't seen it. Claymore's mm. one of the best animes in the world. Yeah, it's 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 one of my favorites. It was 
a kind of unexpected sleeper that I didn't expect. I remember kind of just browsing the internet. Obviously, back then, obviously, you had to browse the internet to kind of get your shows and stuff. It wasn't like you could just turn on Funimation or、um, Crunchyroll or something, you know. And you could just watch whatever you like. Obviously, the internet was your kind of go-to place. And I remember seeing a trailer for it and. Just being so intrigued by it, just being, you know, wanting to find out more. And as soon as I watched it, I just couldn't put it down.、Um, I just kept telling everybody about it. And、um, like I said, it's、uh, the first person I, I showed it to was a friend of mine、uh, called Ember.、Um, I call him Turkish, but he's、um, when I first showed it to him, he kind of was a bit, yeah, it's all right, it's a bit slow, you know, the first few episodes. But then when obviously it kind of kicks into high gear after like episode six or seven, when you、it's、kind of I think episode the, three in it, after episode three, I think it goes nuts in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, but after obviously it does like the kind of history of the Claymores and stuff, and it actually kind of kicks in, you know, when you actually begin to follow Claire as, as a Claymore, that's when it kind of just kind of Just blows up and just becomes something you just need to keep watching.、Um, it's an anime that's full of females. It's not a male oriented anime. I'll give people the heads up now. But the way they designed the characters and you know, each、uh, member of the Claymores that have certain powers, obviously they go by numbers. Um, you know, one, two, three, four, five, and it goes up to like 27, I mean, 57, or I can't remember the exact number, but you could just imagine the, the amount of different techniques and powers and capabilities of these claymores from one to 60, for example. And obviously, you don't see them all, and which is a shame, especially you don't kind of see the almighty, like, you know, top dogs when it comes to like number one and number two. Obviously, they are. Beyond the actual animated series, but they're in the manga. Who do you see? What? Hang on. So you don't see one, two, and three, right? No, you do see three, but you don't see one and two. That's.、Okay. You, technically, you do see one. Obviously, I don't want to spoil it. You do see one. But obviously, that's in a different state, as where number two is in it for you know, a matter of five minutes near the end. And obviously, if you're not kind of knowledgeable of the Claymores, you wouldn't know that. They don't really kind of emphasize on her position. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely kind of a gateway to actually read the rest. That's, that's an anime that I would say is kind of the gateway if you love the actual anime itself, then you will go out and read the manga and you will find out so much more. Obviously,、yeah. they leave out a lot because obviously it's only one series, unfortunately. Um, they didn't kind of continue it on. And it does kind of end not as how the actual manga intended it to. So, you know, but at the end of the day, no spoilers here, but it's definitely something I definitely recommend. It's like I said, my, old, my list is not in exact order, but Claymore is definitely a, an anime that took me by surprise. And most people I've shown it to. And I've watched it, were surprised by it as well.、So. Yeah, remember you showed me on a train、mm-hmm. going home. You said, Oh, I remember I said, Angle, you said, Oh, watch Claymore.、Mm-hmm. First episode, I was like, All right, cool. Third, second episode. Because you know I me, mean? I like a backstory. So I was getting into it. I thought, Okay, this is really good storytelling. This is character building, world building, because you can travel from place to place. I think that's what I'm into now character building and world building. If you can get me into the third episode and I'm、mm-hmm. not falling asleep, Claymore. 
remember I was up. Do you remember I was like, I need yeah. to watch Claymore before I go to bed? Yeah. Or I need to watch Claymore. Claymore was literally just her walking, her, even her walking forward to her destination. You knew she was going to fight somebody. Yeah. And Claire, the part when she has that girl's head and she's walking through the street with it and she's mm-hmm. like, make me a Claymore. I was like, this is epic. Yeah. Like, this is nuts. Exactly. You know what I mean? Claymore mm-hmm. is a good pick and a claymore is a scottish sword right a scottish um, sword, yes. right yes claymore is a scottish sword yes they're they it's not really explained but they're actually the, the name claymore kind of comes from the blade they carry all of them carry the same blade but they all use the blade in a different way they're all known as claymores or silver eyes obviously silver very eyes in the, uh, the series so very good very good yeah What's your next anime, brother? Next anime, um, Dad, I'm using this one because I want people to look for the studio more than than the actual anime. I mean, I love the anime, but I love everything that comes out of it, and that's Kill or Kill. Okay, I've never uh, seen this one. Uh, Kill or Kill is done by Studio Trigger, okay. and I love Studio Trigger. Studio Trigger is the over-the-top animation that reminds me of the 90s you know a lot of color a lot of um stretching and pulling and you know the 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 looks and and face animations and reactions that you don't really get nowadays unless you know you're kind of watching comedies when it comes to anime but that's really quite difficult to find obviously comedies are rare and and, you know few between but uh killer kill has that 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 trademark art style that you could tell, yeah, this is done by them. And they're one of my favorite studios at the moment. I recently watched their newer film, which came out, was which was called uh, Promar, or I can't pronounce it properly. I'm not very good, like I said, the names, but um, it's about a fire service who's in rivalry with another fire service. And it's just madness ensues. And, you know, it's, it's kind of a comedy with that kind of human, you know, trying to be better than one another. And obviously it's it's just amazing what they do. I just love, they still use um, old school artwork and old school animation, but they have that kind of CG touch. But it's uh, very similar to how Guilty Gear, uh, the game does its animation. It's, yeah. it's very animated and very kind of, um, uh, how can I say the animation lines and stuff like that is very kind of stretched to kind of give speed and movement um, which is very very easy to acknowledge and understand and obviously their writing is amazing comedy wise and obviously story wise um, I say Kill or Kill because that's kind of like the beginning for Studio Trigger and obviously I would like people to kind of start from the beginning and kind of work their way up through all the stuff that they've done because they don't just do that kind of um, over-the-top silly animation. They do have it in a certain extent in other series that they do, but you can see, like I said, Studio Trigger, like um, like I said, Kill or Kill, um, uh, Gridman. They've done a Gridman series. They've done, um, like I said, the new movie, which is called Promo. Um, they also done a series called uh, Genru, oh, I never say it right, Genra Lag- Lagaroon or Lagagoon. Which is <laughs> yeah, I never heard of it. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, another series which is actually older than Kill or Kill, but it's a lot more difficult to find. Okay, okay, okay. So is it so? It's, so, so it's the same studio making all these animes. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the reason. But you don't normally get that nowadays. You get like normal like art like the art the art designers normally go to through so many different studios you can see their work but if they're sticking all together and they're doing what they need to do i'm not saying they're probably not getting new artists but if they're still there doing the same thing that's really good yeah yeah because what they do is that they when they do their series they have the same obviously it's still a group of artists following obviously the the main artists kind of art direction but they have this certain image and look that you can recognize yes this is done by this company they don't kind of go out of their box and say for example they don't do another series for someone that has their own art style if they're going to do a series they usually follow in their own artwork and their own animation uh, but i would say probably their most realistic and kind of non-cartoonic animation animation and artwork is probably a, a series called darling in the frank um yeah um that's about um it's got a very similar kind of neon genesis kind of you know androids and that you know two people have to be connected inside the the machine to work together oh like pacific rim yeah kind of yes very 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 yeah that's that's another perfect example to use yeah but um like i said it's got that kind of um it has that humorous kind of um, comedy to it but at the same time it does take itself seriously like for example the main character um, she has this this issue where whoever she takes in her vehicle or I should say in her neck for example if they're not strong enough to handle her they die they literally she drains their energy and, and just kills them and obviously the whole story is about this one guy who's not a nobody, but he's not nothing special. But for some odd reason, he's able to work in the same vehicle. Well, I should say the same vehicle, the same mech as the main character is. And obviously, it's just a, you know a really interesting story. It had a lot of it has a lot of controversy. Um, a lot of people don't like how the the mech structure is um, the characters that are inside the mech one kind of sits back in the seat while the female character kind of arches over them in like a crouching oh, position yeah um, yeah like I said the animation choice isn't sometimes the best obviously if you look beyond that and actually just watch the series and say, it's actually a really good and interesting series it had a lot of controversy because people say it's not one of their greatest because like I said, Studio Trigger has this very recognizable design. And like I said, it kind of tears away from that. They kind of done it in Gridman a bit as well. But Gridman is obviously a well-known series in Japan in general, just the Gridman as it is. Um, there's plenty of series about Gridman, but they've done one specific series in the Gridman kind of, you know, saga or however you want to call it but uh killer kill is yeah like i said if it's that over the top action it's that stupid you couldn't get away with it if it wasn't studio trigger um i feel like i kind of waffled on a bit about the studio too much but no no no, no. that's know. that's good because yeah. i've never yeah. i don't really paid attention to the studios apart from I would say it sounds really stupid, say for Bandai Namco, any other studios I don't really know, or like Kojami Projects or something like that. I don't really know any mm. other studios. I just watch the anime and I go about my business. Do you mm. know what I mean? So I only know who I know, Kojima, Hideo Kojima. That's mm-hmm. all I know. Do you know what I mean? So I don't really, and Toriyama, they're the only ones I know, but you bringing up a mm. whole studio, that's pretty good. People can get to know the studio and go to research them and then, mm. you know what I mean? 
and look mm-hmm. for themselves. Yeah, that's I'll good, definitely, man. I'll definitely say that it, it's something. Even though, like I say, I talk about obviously these being my favourites. There's plenty others, and obviously there's just plenty of art styles that I love in general. Um, I've said it probably before, but I've been watching what anime now for coming up to what 25 years now. I think. Yeah. So I started watching when I was like eight or nine. Um, and I've seen animation and I've seen it grow from what it was that was a very hard and unique and niche kind of audience that once one in a hundred people you would walk past and you would realize that they loved anime to what it is now which is this huge kind of global mass of of entertainment that pretty much everybody knows about regardless of if you don't watch it or not you can't walk on the street now without seeing someone wearing something that that's anime orientated or you know just japanese gaming in general nowadays as to obviously when we were a lot younger it was hunting through blockbusters for the next video and you know it was realizing that they had volumes one two three but then they didn't have four five and seven you know (laughs) yeah so annoying exactly so um no you picked up a good you picked up on good points that it's it's i'm glad that us as big people now we can have a we can have a voice and push this anime into the right area because i think anime should be kind of bigger than it is don't get me wrong disney is taking over the market in the western world when it comes to like animation but when it comes to anime for the eastern world london I think it's not far behind, but they're so far behind where it comes to that. Because there's not really a lot of anime shops or anything like um, iconic that you can go to to buy anime and feel free to go there. And people are going to spend that amount of money to go in there to pay for it. And it doesn't shut down within a couple of years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's definitely, I mean, I don't feel as if, I wouldn't say, I don't know if it's just like the UK in general, but it's, it's not a a huge commodity over here um especially like for us like you said in london it's very hard and very difficult to find shops that kind of dedicate themselves just to manga in general and you know trying to you know advertise the animes that people don't see too much obviously you know with the capabilities of like uh, funimation and crunchyroll you don't really need that you can netflix and Netflix, obviously, I apologise, but you know you don't really need that. You can just watch them in the comfort of your home. But it's that that feeling, and I think that's what's missing. It's that feeling of walking into somewhere and just being amazed at things that you've never heard of and never seen. And I feel as if history kind of gets forgotten about. Like I said, the reasons why I brought up the older kind of animes from the 90s in my top list was because they were the kind of things that that got anime and manga to where it is. Obviously, you know, you have your Akira's, your Dragon Ball, your Studio Ghibli, you know, you have your mainstream animes that people know of relatively well, whether or not you're an anime fan or not, they're the kind of things that everybody knows about. But having those series like AD Police, like I was discussing earlier, and, you know, like even like the the other stuff like Gaiva and stuff like that. it's it's those kind of things that made what things are now and i feel as if they're kind of forgotten about 
no one kind of goes back to it because I don't know whether or not the animation is not clean enough for them or maybe it is too gory. I mean, at the end of the day, in the 90s, it was, I ain't gonna lie, I don't, in the 90s. I, 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 just, I just don't think the studios exist. I think they, they got dissolved know. or the animators have passed away because it was so long ago or the animators are just, they just don't do it anymore. They just leave it to the young kids and they just, yeah. I think they found there's more money making, there's probably more money in making lighter animes and give it like a longer series mm. than having that gore it's, for 20 yeah. series like too much there's, there's in our era there was there was too much story not enough action now there's too much action and not enough story you know yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely see that it's yeah it's when you used to watch stuff from the 90s it it was it was a, a studio's work it was their dedication they didn't really come out with there wasn't series after series after series there wasn't spin-offs mate there weren't no spin-offs and stuff like that like there's other series that i would love to recommend to other people in the 90s wicked city monster city you know just violent the, jack all that type of shit stuff, like i said but they're just i worry that it could go in two ways one they would see it as you know I don't want people to see me as a maniac. Um, Obviously, the darker stories and, you know, the subjects that they deal with, especially like Violent Jack, for example. Yeah, that's too dark. That's too dark. That's extremely dark, but it's it's something of my childhood. And um, like I said, they're the kind of things that I think people forget about. So when people watch more stuff that has that kind of darker tone, it doesn't, it doesn't touch what was around in the 90s because the 90s was that kind of era where we were just coming out of uh the robocops and the terminators and yeah 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 that's true do you know what i mean and and obviously J- japan had only just kind of got onto that and they realized that that's what americans loved and i think that's kind of what helped them popularize themselves in the western side of the world having that because like i said before like in earlier on in the conversation having that cyberpunk feel was what everything was about in america at that moment it was always about like i said terminator robocop you know uh, just those kind of films in general was kind of r-rated films that had that that look that you see a lot now the stuff that I was talking about like Angel Cop and you know AD Police they are literally what the Japanese saw Robocop and Terminator as and they just kind of tried to develop more stories in it and yeah it's it's something that I definitely recommend for anime fans and even for some that aren't as much as Save Me for example um, just to go back and watch them I mean I'm, I'm not going to say obviously they're not probably not as entertaining as the stuff that people watch now because I find I wouldn't say that anime nowadays is saturated but it's it's very difficult to find something that stands out for you nowadays and I can break it down nowadays anime needs two episodes they can't fill it into one episode because they've written down so much the story is so long they have to drag it out. And remember, when they drag it out, it's profit. They, pr- they think about their profit margin. They think about figures. They think about, mm-hmm. oh, when this person transforms into this, we can sell mm-hmm. two figures at two different prices. Where back yeah. in the day, if you had a Giver unit, no, he was Giver. 
you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't Guyver then show then 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 that Guyver you then Guyver unit went on to somebody else and it, it didn't work like that. They didn't care. It was straight line. Story was yeah. deep. You know what I mean? So That's they try exactly. You, you can understand what they're trying to do. Now I can understand it because it, there's a profit for it, and if you can make a profit for it, that's what it's all about. Now it's all about the money, what you can do. But that passion that me and you used to watch mm. um, is kind of gone because they need they, they need to make a profit margin. If you don't make profit, the studio shuts down, and it's sad. It's it's mm-hmm. sad. It is, and obviously the working conditions of a lot of studios, which has been brought up quite a lot about how you know they're just they're not getting the right amount of sleep the right pay you know it's difficult because they're making series on a weekly basis it's not like you know back then when they used to just make something because you'll find that a lot of series in the 90s if they were series for example they were like 12 episodes and then that was it it concealed it confined itself into that one 12 episode series and that was it they didn't kind of think, right, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do this after. It told its story and then they moved on. And yeah, there was and a some, lot. Of- yeah, you're right, because some seasons only had 12 episodes and then you had to go back to the anime. That was it. Yeah. So the, the manga, you had to go back yeah. to the manga to finish it. Exactly. You know what I mean? And there was movies as well. A lot of the 90s, when it came to just manga in general, it was movies that only kind of came over to the Western side especially in the UK, it was mostly movies that came out and they didn't really, like I said, that was the movie there. The story they were telling was just summed up in that one movie. And that was it. They just kind of didn't think quite quite, like Wicked City. They made the movie. All right, we're not going to make Wicked City 1, Wicked City 2, Wicked City 3. No, we'll just move on to the next one. And then they made Monster City and then they moved on and made something else. And, you know, like Ninja Scroll, for example, that's just a film in itself. And that was it. Obviously, they made series further down the line later on in, you know, the years to come. But Ninja Scroll was just summed up. You know, if you've seen Ninja Scroll, you know Ninja Scroll. You don't need to watch, unfortunately, Ninja Scroll, you know, this season. Ninja Scroll, this, oh, but this character's from this character, from this this series, and, you know, and like I said, I think, yeah, saturation is kind of what's kind of engulfing anime nowadays. It's very hard to, if you want to kind of keep up with everybody else watching anime nowadays, you have to be constantly watching a different anime every week. You, obviously, you have your favorites, like everybody does. I have loads of animes in my uh, my cabinet, and I go back and watch them. You know, when I've got nothing to play, or you know, like now, for example, I'm on holiday, and literally that's all I've been watching is just some of my old school stuff. And you know, they just bring back the memories that you know when I was sneaking around watching these 18, these these R-rated manga series and stuff like that, and. That's why I enjoy it. As where now it's like, right, I have to watch this series. I have to watch this episode. And then I have to make sure I'm, I'm there for Wednesday to watch this episode. But then I've got to watch this series next week. Oh, yeah, but there's a new one coming out the week after. You know, it's you just don't have that time to enjoy and, you know, focus on one anime and have that space in between. No, you're right. You're right. Um, I would say to you, because... It's coming to 40 minutes. I thought it's 50 yeah. minutes. And I know it's going to cut off soon. Um, 
just a conclusion though i would like to say to you thank you because your list and jam boss's list was completely different Mm. and i like that because you're both two different anime watchers he watches more stuff on the more i'm not saying a light lighter aggressive side than you do Mm. um you can see it's two different he likes you he's more aggressive you like story-based you can tell more in-depth have to think about it and what's going to happen you don't know who's going to die in your one where joel's one and jam boss's one was like you can every i think everybody's going to fight he likes a macho alpha male type of um anime do you know what i mean but it was really good to get your aspect in his because i'm doing my two nieces tomorrow and they're under the age of um 16 so i want to see what their take on anime is (laughs) tomorrow and that's going to be very interesting because i know they're going to pick things like haiku food wars and yeah it's it's going to be amazing and they're going to say that's the best animes they've seen and i'm going to think like what the hell are you talking about (laughs) you know what i mean but i would like to thank you for doing this with me my brother i trust me it's it's an honor Mm -hmm. believe me for you to come on here and do this with me so um people that has been unlucky retros top 55 (laughs) do you know what i mean like i said there's more there's more (laughs) (laughs) there's more but what i'll do with you i'll come we can we can do this again and we can break it down again even when i see you or when i don't see we can come and break it down even more and you can just do single single reviews or we can just break it down into top 10s and 20s of like you know like different genres if you really want to you know what i mean yeah like i said if anyone wants to have any acknowledgement of any old school kind of animes but you know before the 2000s or you know in the 90s and stuff just leave a message or a comment or anything and i can recommend tons more um obviously once you kind of get that that hit of old school um animation and manga and just anime in general i'm the man to know because trust me i'm I'm pretty much how people are now is how i used to be in the 90s and yeah i've got i've got the blu-rays and the dvds to back it up so he has he has he He ain't lying i've seen it Mm. so people i have been your boy teddy hoggle it's been unlucky retro's top eight um anime reviews Uh unlucky retro thank you everybody like subscribe and all that other jazz peace later bro thank you bye